Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, my mama told me, listeners, you're probably thinking to yourself, this isn't Langston Kerman. I know his voice because we constantly make fun of it in the listener emails. This is producer Olivia, and I would like to give you all a heads up that we ran into some technical difficulties, which impacted the audio throughout the episode. Is it still a good episode? Yes, absolutely. Langston and his guest, they have great banter, and the topic is beyond, and you will not want to miss the deep dive they go into. Next question you're probably asking yourself, are koalas racist? And the answer is yes. Yes, indeed. If you want to make Langston happy, you all better go listen to the episode right now. Continue to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. In the words of Langston, bye, bitch. And uh, a homies would come over and, like, battle us. And I was pretty dope, but, like, Jerome would, like, rap about stuff I told him in confidence. Like, Uh, he would tell people, Jermaine P to bed. And I'm like, hey, that's (laughs) not... That's not cool. <laughs> hey, man, and that's not a rap. No, you know, didn't rhyme. Rhyme. <laughs> You win, you win. Okay, it's over. All right. <laughs> we all have fun, Jerome. <laughs> cool. The government growing babies. Microchips in your anus. All koala bears are racist. The ozone layer owes me money. Yep, yep, yep. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of Black conspiracy theories, and we finally work to prove that Pusha T is going to go down as the oldest cocaine salesman of all time. That man is never going to stop rapping about selling cocaine. Every other cocaine man, they've matured. Gucci man, a vegan now. Jay-Z, 
an adulterer. Everybody's grown up into a different thing, but not not my man Pusha T. Pusha T is going to be 139 years old, still talking about cooking up baking soda. It's the only memory he cares to leave behind. I'm your host, Langston Kerman, as always, coming in hot, taking shots at Pusha T. I hope he doesn't hear this because he's going to cuss me the fuck out. That's his personality all the time. He cussed out McDonald's because they didn't pay him enough. That's that's a that's a, a mean man to fuck with, but I don't know why I would do it anyway. You know who doesn't fuck with people? You know who, who a kind human being who doesn't uh, cause shenanigans out in the world? It's my guest today. He's he's hilarious. A goddamn gem of a human being. I love him so much. He's so funny. You know him from his work on uh, Coming to America 2, on Sorry to Bother You, on one of my favorite shows of all time called Friends of the People. He's so funny. Please give it up for my friend, Mr. Jermaine Fowler. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? Thank you, thank you. What up, dog? Man, why you come at Pusha like that? <laughs> he's got time to dis RVs. He's going to find you, man. <laughs> he's, he's got nothing but time. You know what it is? Every week I have to find a new uh, black person to antagonize. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it just happened that Pusha T was this week. But, Dude. but I don't know if it's the right choice. I got to start thinking different. No, I, think, I think you're right. His brother, remember Malice? I think he quit rap to be a preacher. You know, he wanted yeah. to do something different. And, you know, Pusha was like, I'm good. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm good. I like, I like, I like what I'm doing. Who? <laughs> 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 Grinding, of course, still, you know, hits, right? Uh, that was that one hit that, like, you know, everybody was banging on the locker room door and, like, the lunch tables and shit like that. But I, I feel like maybe that album was peak clips. And since then, maybe, like, you know, they haven't gotten that them flowers yet and i hope so man because they inspired me to rap me and my twin we used to want to be like the clips so still kind of I, wait so you and your brother were going to be a duo was that what you we, were saying we were a duo like me and jerome we used to write raps together and like you know make songs together and stuff in like seventh grade or maybe eighth grade when the clips came out and then at some point jerome jerome wanted to split from the group just like push <laughs> <laughs> Because Jerome was a thug rapper. I was more like, I was into some other stuff. So he was like, you kind of ruining my image a little bit. <laughs> right. We got us, you know, and he, he dipped. <laughs> he like, <laughs> kill, 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 murder, murder, murder. No you joke. like, flowers on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Burton. Hey. Uh, like we used to uh, battle rap in the house and uh, our homies would come over and like battle us. And Jerome was a beast though. Jerome was talented at everything. Jerome was a ball player. Jerome could fight. Jerome was a ladies dude. You know what I mean? And, uh, he can rap, man. Drums like Renaissance dude. Is that does that uh, or at least growing up, did that bug you at all? That like your twin brother is is uh, I guess outshining you in this way? No, never. No, no, no. Um, I think uh, there were so we had I had three siblings, right? It was four of us in the house, and we all had our own lane, you know. And uh, I was always kind of a black sheep. We all were kind of black sheep in our family, but for me, like I was uh super into reading dictionaries and drawing animals and collecting insects bringing them home and like i even like <laughs> built my own museum in my sister's room and just don't when the mummy came out i wanted to be like an archaeologist and all that so i was just like my own person so right. uh jerome had his own thing and the things jerome was into i wasn't really into at the time and i think that kind of helped me like understand like the, you know it's okay to be your own person you know what i mean and just kinda, yeah like, especially in comedy like when you're gauging yourself with other people's careers, like it can get tricky and like really like time consuming when you're not, you know, 
when you focus on other people, you know what I mean? So it, it, it kind of helped me stay kind of patient yeah, yeah, yeah. and diligent with, you know, what I, what I did differently. So not at all. Yeah. Man. You, you were able to center yourself early. Cause it's like, well, I'm not even trying to do all nah, that other stuff. That, like that I lost my virginity at 16. Jerome probably lost his early, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he was, he was into yeah. everything. Like he got into everything super quick and I like stuff Jerome knew. I didn't even know. Um, no joke. Jerome knew about masturbation before me. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> like, I had no idea what he was talking about. I'm like, what? Was he touching yourself? T- <laughs> not, like, <laughs> no joke. He would tell you. I was like, oh. And then I found out. I'm like, oh, this dude's a trendsetter. <laughs> Brother, <laughs> how could you know? <laughs> that's so funny because that yeah. feels like that is proof against that that suggestion of like twin brain and like uh, the yeah. ESP that y'all share. It's like, yeah. nah, dog. I've been jerking I... off for years. And this dude had no idea, <laughs> no idea, no clue. It was even happening. Just random orgasms. I'm like, oh, what was, what was that about? I didn't have that like at all, man. <laughs> yeah, Rome was ahead of the game with all that shit <laughs> all right well we can't keep talking about twins jerking off we got we got more important conversations <laughs> to jump into here because you came with a conspiracy theory that i'm very excited to dig into mm-hmm. you said my mama told me cell phone towers disguised as trees are put in the hood to emit frequencies that make black people want to kill each other yeah tell me more so when I was younger, we used to play football on this patch of grass next to this, uh, next to our mall, right next to like the the shopping center and stuff. Yeah. And there was always these fake ass trees just kind of, you know, <laughs> you know, sprinkled about the neighborhood and stuff, you know. And when I, right next to Hyattsville was College Park. And College Park is like the college neighborhood. That's where University of Maryland is. And more affluent, you know, what you want to call it. And yeah. uh, there's a little bit more money there. They didn't have them. They didn't have any any fake trees. They had real trees. <laughs> right. So you know, I, I'm, I'm sitting there like, oh, these trees smell different. <laughs> like, these smell like trees. <laughs> Y'all trees don't smell like metal. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> these trees ain't that sharp. Um, and rigid. And it was it was just odd, right? So then um years later, you know, I'm living in LA and stuff and down the highway you would see them. You know, you see them all the time when you drive down four or five. And um I came across this like coincidentally this uh this Instagram video and it was uh of this uh this black man walking down his neighborhood. Let's say it was like Gary, you know, Indiana. It was the hood, it was something. Damn. And uh he's like doing a selfie video and he's like, All right, y'all, I gotta bring some to y'all attention, all right? That's a tree, right? Okay. What's that? A tree? Cool. What the fuck is that? And he pans, <laughs> he pans over to the the cell phone the cell phone tower tree. Like look like Lego blocks, man. And I was like, right. oh man, they everywhere. Cause I thought it was just my neighborhood. And so he basically, you know, goes in the video telling, you know, his audience, these cell phone towers emit frequencies that make black people want to kill each other. And Whoa. And this is right after, you know, Flint. And I'm like, yeah, he right. <laughs> oh, I love this. So you immediately were bought in. Yeah, why not? Like at that point, you know, I felt like we are gaslit as 
black people all the time. We're like, you know, people just yeah. laugh at all of our conspiracy. We're just crazy, you know, we're paranoid and stuff. But the Flint, Michigan water, if that is any indication that we are, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was like, yeah. man. And the thing is, like, I have no evidence of it. Like I, <laughs> but my blackness, my blackness was like, nigga, come on, there's something to this. You there's know? something wrong with these trees. I didn't research it. I didn't look it up. I didn't even go on some like care, like case study or something. Like I didn't, I didn't do any of that. I just believed that dude. I'm like, man, I have to believe him. Like I, he said, I what just, the fuck is this? <laughs> yes. And you were like, mm-hmm. brother, you, mm-hmm. you asking all the right questions. <laughs> he was. He was. No one, no one made that video before. So I, 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 you know, uh, I would love to figure out why those neighborhoods and not Beverly Hills or Fifth Avenue, you know, there's, there's something to it. I, I, I just, <laughs> it's funny because I don't have any, I don't know what those, I don't know what they are. Like, <laughs> just know that they're just these, these fake trees. That's it. And they've always been <laughs> suspicious. Like, why do you have to disguise it? You know what I'm saying? Why make it? Why not just make it a cell phone tower? Why disguise it as a fake tree? Well, that's the, that's the craziest part of it is that not only are they disguising it as a fake tree, but it's not a well disguised fake tree. No, it's not like oh man, I would have never known that wasn't a tree if I didn't try to chop it down. It's like <laughs> this is clearly a scam of a tree, dog. So what's what's happening here? Isn't that odd? Like I just. Like at some point, like I was like, are these like Trojan horses? You know, like what, what, yeah. what are they trying to hide? I, I mean, unless they're trying to decorate it to make it look like, you know, a, a cell phone tower is unattractive and, you know, but so were a lot of things in those neighborhoods. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So why try to hide it? I don't, I don't know. Like we had so many things in our neighborhood that like we had liquor stores that were like, and, and yeah, gun stores, and, like the, the, the Chappelle joke. You know what I mean? Like we had. All that shit that was unhealthy was easy. Like we we went, you know, that was advertised without any problems or anything like that. Why hide this tower? Right, you're yeah. not making a, a Popeyes look like a mountain range. No, so where the fuck are you doing something special to these cell phone towers? That's what I'm saying, man. That's that's exactly what I was thinking, and that's right when I stopped thinking about it. I was like, <laughs> that's where that's as far as my investigation went. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. So you stopped investigating. You gave up in terms of like wanting to to learn more. Do you then take this to other people? Are you like, look, I'm not going to read anymore, but I will spread the poison as mm-hmm. far as I can as I can share. It. I don't even think it was an investigation. It was just like a thought. <laughs> I don't even think I. I don't even think I put any. I was just like, makes sense to me, you know. That, that was it. But as far as me spreading it at that time, a friend of mine, he uh, he he's a really dope director. His name is Ryan Prowse. He wrote this movie called Low Life, and uh, he sent me this uh, this animated project that he wanted to develop, and uh, it's called Dirt Mall, and it's about this this mall that has these you know weird sort of like instances that always happens to it you know so it was kind of like eerie indiana it's old show on fox i used to watch all the time and yeah uh, buffy the vampire slayer meets uh, attack the block and so i told him yo this is great you know i think we need a way into this discussion for our pitch and i brought the cell phone tower video up because the show takes place in a you know mostly black neighborhood well and more importantly a, a, a poor neighborhood you know and uh this is, these are the areas where they dump, you know, everything there. You know what I mean? It, 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 these areas that right. no one really cares to 
keep intact. You know, they dump, they, they just, you know, dump cell phone towers there, poison water, all the, this, this, that type of neighborhood. So we basically yeah. inherited every, every real issue, you know, these disenfranchised neighborhoods, ha- neighborhoods have put it in this one mall, <laughs> this neighborhood and had these like, you know, had these, you know, supernatural instances and conspiracy theories take place within, you know, each sort of episode and story. So now we're developing it for, uh, for effects. And it was that video that made me connect to his, his pitch, man. So that's, I'm hoping that we, we can use that to talk about more of those, these conspiracy theories, like, just like the show, you know, uh, and, and, and these, yeah. sort of like these, these things that I've been like, oh, man, I mean, it's not just the cell phone tower. It's so much stuff that I was told when I was a kid that I'm like, what, you know, and it's until you get older, or you, when you start to have kids, you're like, ah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know, <laughs> yeah, and I get it. I think, uh, so, yeah. so with that, do you then go at now, right at the time you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm bought in. I believe this. Do you feel that way now? Are you still presently like, yeah, I, I believe this. I feel like there's gotta be something to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. Like, you'll never, yeah. like, you know, I had a friend of mine who we would drive past McDonald's and he would, like, always have this thing about the arches and how they were emitting, you know, perfume out of the, you know, the, the store to, you know, get people to walk, you know, and, and, and you know, like, that, like you know, that, that right. Looney Tunes, like, when they're, like, smelling something and they fly. <laughs> they thought they were doing they that. Float. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they float to yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah. And so, he was, at, at my friend, every... Like his conspiracy theories kind of warped his perception of life. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. not to say he was wrong or anything like that, but he couldn't enjoy shit. Like he couldn't enjoy anything. But how could you if you're that, you know, if you're, if you're paranoid that way? And right. I didn't want that to consume just my everyday happiness, you know, because I appreciate the conspiracy, conspiracy theory guys, but they're not fun to be around. <laughs> no not at not all, at all. <laughs> nah, not at all there's a few i kind of entertain i'm like all right cool but that's not gonna be my my saturday no <laughs> and it truly it becomes a wild game of like everything you touch is tied to some level of conspiracy theory like you know at the root of of everything in america if you deal with the conspiracy theorists they're like that's the government that's capitalism trying to scam you and it's, it's like yeah, yeah but everything in capitalism so when do we just get to like have a yogurt you know what i mean when do we just get to to kick it for a little bit and i understand that i i feel like once you once you un like unravel one thing you unravel your whole your whole existence becomes this like what is real and what's not right exactly and so that was my friend his name was chris and he was every day was like i'm like damn chris like i don't want to get to the point where i'm looking at my babies like yeah i ain't real yeah i drone <laughs> that's my fear so yeah. i kind of had to stop like at, at some point like you know when you when you open that door there's this like youtube wormhole you go down yeah it's like days and days and weeks and weeks of information you're just like and your your eyes are red and you're like wow and you're depressed you're just like yeah, yeah. everything i believed it's kind of that moment in the matrix where you're like well, shit, you know, like, you know, right. you got a battery in the back of your neck, like, I don't know what I just unlocked, you know? So, as much as I, people, you wearing them little ass sunglasses? <laughs> your eyes, they like below the pupil. Yeah, it's like, come on, man, get real sunglasses and call yeah, your family. Those you ain't practical. You ain't got to live like this. <laughs> the sun's still hitting your eyes, man. <laughs> um, 
So it, it's, it's one of those things. So like, I kind of like choose the, I pick and choose what, like the type of information, what information consumes me because, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't filter it out, I believe it truly like it, it has an effect on you, man. And it's just like social media. I try to like filter out what I need to see, what I don't need to see. Um, yeah. I feel the same way about conspiracy theory. I feel that. I, I like that because it, I, I think it, you did a very roundabout way of being like, no, nah, I'm a little still bought in on this, but but I'm a reasonable amount of bought in. I'm not over here like a fanatic. I'm not like sitting here making YouTube videos at home trying to warn my neighborhood not to go near these trees. But also, if y'all stay away from the trees, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's a reasonable, <laughs> it's a reasonable trepidation. You know what I mean? Yeah, like. I haven't gotten to the point. Who knows? I'm still like, I'm still pretty young. So like, who kn- I still got time to be that. I can, I could probably snap one morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, uh, on Hollywood Boulevard, waving a sign, like Langston didn't live there. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast, listen to the podcast. I said everything. <laughs> it's all in there. <laughs> I got the glasses. I'm like, <laughs> all that shit. I've changed, man. And I think maybe that's how a lot of the, the homeless uh, issues started. Maybe somebody had, that unraveled one thing and it just boom, like it just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah, no, truly. It's like first you find out that, that they're the pink sludge in McDonald's is real. And nice. now all of a sudden, yeah. Now it's all of a sudden you, you're living on the street, just yelling at people. It, oh, it's, it's a quick God, unraveling. Man. It's true, man. It's so true. So we, we don't want you to unravel. We we're, we'll keep you in your, uh, your slight trepidation about all of this stuff, but we, we will take a break. We'll be back with more Jermaine Fowler, more my mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. And we are back. No one told you that was going to be this way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Oh, man. Oh, that's fire. Oh, yeah, that's we're fire. back here with more Jermaine Fowler. More my mama told me. We're still talking about the possibility that cell phone towers are being disguised as trees as a long con to make black people murder each other and, and, and attack each other. Do you think? Because these cell phone towers, as you said, are everywhere. Do you think that they are emitting something different in black neighborhoods or are are they just is it more of a, a proximity thing and or like an amount of them that's making it specifically dangerous for the black community? I believe they're not they're not just everywhere. They're more I've, I've seen them. My experience, I've seen them more in poorer neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so. Or more disenfranchised neighborhoods, right? And so I I think about the statistics there versus more, you know what I mean? Like more affluent neighborhoods. And it's the numbers are different. Yeah. And also, I mean, the the, the amount of cell phone towers there are, you know, they're they're imbalanced, you know what I mean? They fluctuate more. <laughs> right. They lead towards like the, the more disenfranchised neighborhoods. So I'm in, I'm inclined to believe it's true. You know what I'm saying? Now, do I believe like yeah, yeah, yeah. cell phone towers are sending like overt signals like kill, kill, murder, murder, like you know, like, <laughs> you know play the record backward, Led Zeppelin shit? Like, right. maybe not, but I do know that they like these 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 uh, these huge corporations. They dump these things in these neighborhoods, like mm-hmm. the, you know, because they where else you gonna put it? It's it's not it's not attractive to put it in a you know. And, and a richer, more a, a neighborhood that actually has something to give. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like uh, a Beverly Hills, like a more. You know what I'm saying? So like, why? Like I just I just go why? I'm not going to sit here and like make definitive statements or arguments, but I will say why are they there versus the other neighborhoods? Yeah, I mean, I think to your point is that these corporations, even if their intention is not specifically like, yo, we're about to drive black people crazy, murder, murder, death, death. That's they still benefit from their choices. And a lot of times, and it's it's part of where I, I guess I take issue with some of the way that we approach conspiracy theory yeah. is we treat a lot of these corporations as if they have like this clearly sinister Plan, intention. Like- yeah. And a lot of times I think it's just rich people figuring out ways to keep being rich and make more money. Period. I I, I believe that like we don't exist to them. Our, our money does, but like as human yes. beings, like uh, we do not exist. There's no accountability. They don't have to be accountable. There. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but uh, way back in the day, I think in the seventies or maybe the sixties, they were dumping um, Teflon and waterways and you mm-hmm. know more disenfranchised neighborhoods, and people would they, they were getting cancer more in these in these in these neighborhoods. Like this movie called um, Dark Water, yeah, with Mark Ruffalo. And so I was watching that, and I was blown away. You know what I'm saying? And so. 
a lot of times it's not even a black white thing. It's just like, you know, you have nothing to give me. <laughs> so I'm going to dump this shit here. You ain't going to do shit. Yeah. What you going to do? <laughs> they, and they, they, they can't. Like, it's like, I, yeah. if I, even if I said, hey, y'all, it's true. What the fuck am I doing about it? Like, am I going yeah. like, to, I can't, I, what am I, what am, it's not, sometimes that's, that's where the, the, you know, being consumed by the conspiracy theory is kind of like, that's where I stop it is because sometimes like, I'm like, I, you know, you know, I mean, maybe strength, there's probably strength in numbers. You know what I mean? I, I'd hope they stop doing it. I would like them to, you know, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be great. I really do believe that. But at some point you just kind of like, just, just why, you know, just, just, just why, you know? Um, yeah. I, I had a friend one time tell me that he, and I apologize ahead of time because this yeah. is a little crass, but he told me that uh, the calamari that they serve in restaurants is not in fact calamari. Yeah. It's not squid. It's like cow anus. They said it's like literally chopped up <laughs> cow asshole. You guys can't see Jermaine's face, but he's not processing this well. But apparently this is his claim, at least, that it is cow buttholes that they chop up and tell us that it's squid. And for me, as a person who enjoys calamari, I had to make a choice to be like, nigga, what am I going to do? Like, even if that's true, <laughs> I want I want to still like calamari, so here we are. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat some cow butt. I don't know. I, I that's more devastating than finding out that chicken nuggets weren't chicken. <laughs> I love calamari, but I'm always yeah. no joke. I've always I had that octopus before. Octopus looks like octopus, right? Mm -hmm. But I've had calamari and I've looked at it like it's circular, and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> What's, what part of the squid what is this? Fucking squid is this? Right? <laughs> Am I, you, so yeah. I, I I I believe that. Like, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. I actually I actually like that one because it makes so much sense. And I'm I, but you know eating eating the calamari and thinking why is it circular hasn't stopped me from eating it. But yep. butthole might. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I guess the point I'm trying to make is I don't want to stop eating the butthole. If that's what the butthole is, I'm gonna eat the butthole. Just but I know it's butthole. I, I or 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 don't because either way y'all ain't gonna stop serving us butthole. No. That's truly the way that this this entire thing has been built. Well, you have you ever eaten uh, chitlins? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It smells. It's just gastro innards, right? Yes. It's it, it's the in, the I believe the la the large intestine. No, it's the small intestine. It's got to be small intestine of okay. the the cow. Maybe maybe oh, they cow? ain't got. Uh, big and small. It's it's uh, no, it's a pig. <laughs> oh, it's a pig, uh, right? Yeah, it's a pig. Okay. Pig intestines. When I uh, my dad brought home some some chitlins once, right? And um, he opened a bag of it. Smelled so bad, like it's, I've never in my I was life. Small. <laughs> I was small. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I was disgusted, right? And I was like, Dad, what's that? And he goes, Oh, it's, it's chitlins. I'm like, What are chitlins? He's like, It's the inside of a a pig. Yeah. You know, and I'm like. Okay, are you gonna you gonna dump that or what, what are we doing? We're about to eat it, and so it's funny what people pick and choose <laughs> where the gross diet like <laughs> yeah pops or like you know what I mean right with the you know you know what I'm saying so like uh, some um, one motherfucker like won't eat you know cow butt but will eat you know pig small intestines yeah so, so is uh, so you don't you would still eat it though. I here's what I'm saying is it's with, it, with the cow butt, it's reached the end of the road. Do you know what I mean? Like it's been as much filtering as can be filtered. 
that's when it hits the butt. But if it, you're eating the intestine, you're getting all the, the shit that your body is like still trying to figure out how to process. So for me, it's all the same. And I would prefer just to, to be able to enjoy the thing rather than feel this pressure to like try to, to nail down the source and whether or not this is correct or fair or we should be eating this mm. or shouldn't be. It's like if you like the shit, just put it in your mouth. I don't okay. know. You just want to enjoy the shit you enjoy. Exactly. Okay, I respect that, man. I, I respect that. At yeah. some point, you know, you just like. So I'm working on this whole. I, I want to do a documentary about this, but back in the '90s, uh, you know, you got the same generation. Like the FDA approved a bunch of food when we were kids that basically, is, you know, would never be approved today. Green ketchup, like the yeah. amount of like, Nickelodeon, <laughs> you know, Nickelodeon themed candy and like foods that we condiments that we ate was terrible. Like we should yeah, be yeah, dead. Yeah dead by now right and like if you look back at the shit we like gushers fucking all that terrible your, shit your food's not supposed to glow in the dark it just no. isn't that's not how this no. works no do you remember they told us a uh, uh, yellow five and mountain dew would uh shrink your dick absolutely we did an episode with uh hannibal about about that <laughs> specifically <laughs> it's just, that was the first one i've ever come across and yeah. i remember if you drank mountain dew you got a little dick like I was <laughs> all that, man. but like they just how can you trust the government when they're like you know literally like outwardly putting poison in like you know our, our food so that's what i'm yeah. like of course the cell phone tower it makes sense you know that's where it kind of comes from i'm like at this at this point why wouldn't it be true? Well, let's let's unpack some of this research okay. because I, I I hope that this is going to at least be clarifying for you. I don't mean to sway you in any direction. I'm actually yeah. excited that you're so bought in. Okay. But let's see what this does for you. Okay. So this actually is a decades old thing that this is not, as you said, you saw this when you were a kid, which I didn't realize. I thought this was a more contemporary thing. But the it was initially started to reduce the tower's aesthetic impact on the landscape. Basically, they were saying that like these big old ugly towers are making our neighborhoods look worse, so we will make them look like trees so that they subsequently do not make our neighborhoods look worse. And there's no official data about exactly how many trees exist currently. But in 2013, a company called Mergen estimated that there was somewhere between 1,000 and 2,000 nationwide. And the company Stealth Concealment, which is the company responsible for treeifying these cell phone towers, says that it builds about 350 new, quote unquote, trees every year. So there, there are a lot of these motherfuckers. God, it, it's crazy because we've—they're more concerned with making these cell phone towers look pretty than just not cutting down actual trees. And yes, <laughs> growing more trees that actually would benefit our our fucking globe. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's crazy. Other than that, like it's so weird. I thought this was maybe an older an older issue, right? Like, I mean, mm. how long have cell phones been around? You know. So apparently, in the eighties. That's when they first started playing with this idea, right? That like they they pretty immediately jumped into trying to to make these fake trees happen, and it actually was originally prompted. This idea was actually orig originally prompted from the 1950s and 60s, where Canadian Electric Utility built hundreds of entirely fake houses throughout Toronto to conceal their substations. 
So basically they were making fake houses in the city so that they could do some, some electric shit inside of these spaces and not have the public walking past and being like, what is that shit? Or what's that ugly thing over there? And so that got me thinking, right? Because my conspiratorial whatever turns on when I hear shit like that, where it's like, maybe all of this stuff is a red herring, right? That like cell phone towers aside, maybe there's a very real possibility that all these like fake house, like these empty houses in black neighborhoods, all these vacants, that get left behind are being filled with all kinds of fuck shit that they they just unleash on us periodically throughout the year. Why the fuck not, right? Yes. Uh, in Baltimore, I mean, you go to Philly, I mean, everywhere, they're like vacant, they're vacant townhomes where like some of the worst shit happens, you know, we can get into later, but I'm pissed because <laughs> <laughs> the priorities are skewed, right? Yep. They build fake trees to make neighborhoods look pretty. Not real trees. No, right? No, no, no. (laughs) Hey, we have a homeless issue, right? Let's make some fake houses where we can continue to uh, appease the technology for people who can afford it, right? Exactly. Important neighborhoods, though. This doesn't happen in neighborhoods that you know, like that actually like can afford this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's truly what's even crazier is you're using these fake houses to provide resources. For the wealthy neighborhoods. Yes. These people don't. Yes. That's the fucking problem. It's like, you know, the the disenfranchised neighborhoods, the poor neighborhoods are just fucking hamster cages, man. Where, you know know what I'm saying? Like, they're they're just for experimenting. You know what I mean? That's all it's for. Let's see how they react to this. Let's see if it, because we don't want to, we don't want to make the the rich people, the people who pay our bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we don't make, we don't make them sick. We don't want to admit this into their brains. But the yeah, poor, yeah, yeah. fuck them, right? Right. It's just like I knew it. <laughs> like, I fucking knew. It. <laughs> I, I knew. Like I was like, because I, I we we do comedy and shit. Like you know, in different types of places. You know what I'm saying? You travel enough, you go to this neighborhood versus that neighborhood, and you see the you see what the priorities are, right? And mm-hmm. rich neighborhoods, the, the priority are the people, and the poor neighborhood, their priority is their what the money <laughs> and their. And then working there, you know what I'm saying? Like working fucking yes. 12 to 12. Like they're just treated differently, man. And I, you see it, like you see it when you read these studies like this shit. It's a, uh, I fucking, I'm, I'm like, I didn't know that. That's, that's yeah. Why. So here's where it gets even more interesting is that for a while they were able to build these things sort of like very sparingly, right? Like in the beginning, they sort of had to be very considerate of the the cities and the towns and what they they would accept off of the government and or companies that they were trying to build this shit, you know, or that were trying to build this shit. But then at one point, the Telecommunications Act of 1996, they that basically, that introduced a a loosening of the restrictions for for municipalities and their ability to block the towers. Meaning that like after 96, it became easier for these companies to say, no, we're just going to build it wherever we want. And so the, the increase of the trees more came as a compromise where they said, yo, for these suburban neighborhoods specifically, we get it this doesn't make your neighborhood look good, will make these trees look like something sexy rather than just something uh, harsh. 
So it sort of becomes a complicated thing in relation to your thing, because now we know that they can build wherever, but the trees specifically were actually meant to appease a wealthier, sort of like more affluent group of people, if that makes sense. Oh, that's crazy. So That's what they say, at least. I mean, they have to say that, right? And yeah, that's another conspiracy. <laughs> it's the articles. <laughs> Who's writing these articles? No, that makes sense too. Like, I mean, if if you if you were to, those are the people that are going to complain about this gigantic cell phone tower in the middle of the neighborhood, right? They are the mm-hmm. you know the people who can get things actually done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the people that get listened to. That makes so much sense. I guess if you go to a more a poor neighborhood or whatever, you know, how often do they get listened to? But also, how often do they care? You know what I'm saying? Like when you work in when I when I was working at Quiznos, I didn't have time to do shit. Like I remember you were exhausted. You know, people got kids, and people just honestly just feel like this is this is the end of the road, man. Why complain about the cell phone? <laughs> well, that's that's the crazy part, right? Is like truly. Yeah. This this act happened with people that were complaining about the cell phone tower. So once that act goes into place and people are now, you know, 1996, everybody didn't have a cell phone. But now literally every human being, including people that are unhoused, have cell phones. And so that means that, like, they have less and less reason to be, like, listening to some person who's like, you're making my neighborhood not pretty. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's truly, there. There there's no incentive here. Now, here's where it does, I think, support the possibility that this was, in fact, more for the beautification or at least maintenance of wealthy neighborhoods is that I looked up how expensive these things are. And apparently it is an extremely expensive endeavor. Even though these, these trees look like shit, like you said, they look like fucking Legos and they do not blend in well. And part of the reason they don't blend in well is because in order for the cell t- towers to be effective, they have to basically make them much larger than everything around them, right? They can't be the same size as the trees around them. So they have to be obnoxiously large and they also, they cost a shit ton. It actually costs somewhere in the range of 100000 to $150,000 to beautify a cell phone tower. Not just to make the cell phone tower, but to add all like the fake acrylic bark and acrylic, branch, acrylic branches and shit. That costs $150,000. Dude, you know how many fifth graders can do that? <laughs> On a Tuesday? Like, give that project to... A grade school, man. Give it, to, <laughs> give it to some prisoners, like whoever, like you don't need to spend money on that project. Like what? Like that's I love, I love that your solution is. Come on, man. Child labor exists. Let's <laughs> let's, let's let's get these little kids working on our cell phone towers. <laughs> if you're going to do child labor, do it right. You know, like, let's get these cell phones. Stop towers. with all these gym shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's not act like it don't exist. No more sneakers. (laughs) We got enough shoes. It's these cell phone towers are my priority right now. Get these ugly cell phone towers out of here. It costs $150,000 to, but it don't even look like it costs that. That's what's crazy. It don't even look like, like, okay, if you're going to do it, don't do a tree. Maybe do a, I don't know, like anything else. Like what? I don't know, a, a fucking monument or a fucking yeah. statue. Make it make it mean something. But like when you do the tree thing, it just, <laughs> it's 
it makes you think like you're trying to hide something. <laughs> like, yes, it's very condescending in a way that that, <laughs> that they don't acknowledge. You know what I mean? It's like condescending. you're fucking you're spitting in my face. You're insulting my face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 I'm stupid now. I know what the fuck this is. That was the impressionist acting that I had in the YouTube video. <laughs> right. It's like, damn, that tree is spiky. What's up with that tree? It's like, I'm not stupid. I know that that's not a tree. So talk to me about, uh, give me something. Make it that big-ass cowboy they got in Texas. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like big boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I truly agree. I mean, you know, there's something I think more useful for that power that that's not a tree like it could be a message it could be the irony a message uh the cell phone tower but like something you know what i mean but like yeah fake tree doesn't do anything for anybody is there something it can actually do you know what i mean yeah a cigarette warning just something something. (laughs) like i mean make it to a big cigarette like it'd be like put an x on it or something (laughs) who knows perfect idea uh but um i'm more i'm actually more concerned about what does it admit like, what does the tower, what is it, mm. what, what are the dangers of it? Is what I'm, glad I'm, you, I'm, I'm glad you asked that. That's a perfect transition for us to go into break. We're going to take one okay. more break. We'll be back. And I have answers Come for on, you. Don't I got answers for you. We're going to be back with more Jermaine Fowler. More my mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. And we are back. Hell no, to the no, no, no. Hell to the 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 no
Yeah, we're back here with more Jermaine Fowler, more my mama told me. We're still talking about the possibility that these trees, these fake trees that are being put in neighborhoods are in fact poisoning black brains and causing us to be more violent to each other in our own communities. I left you on a cliffhanger. I sort of made you uh, uh, reach out for, for a little bit of rope. And I said, no, 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 you'll get this rope when I'm ready. Cut it. And and I'm ready to, to give you a little bit of the rope that, that I found. So what I found is that the suggestion, at least, and when you look this stuff up about whether or not cell phone towers are, in fact, poisoning our brains or doing it, if there are any negative effects, let's start there, relating to cell phone towers, it is sort of a mixed review, right, that like... You, you read things that are sort of from like very legitimate spaces. They say that there is no clear cause of health concerns from cell phone towers. And they're very specific in that language, Jermaine. And I see your face because you're, you're hearing what I already hear. Clear cause of health concerns from these cell phone towers. What they also acknowledge is that these cell phone towers do emit a type of radiation that if you are overexposed to it, can potentially lead to health risks. So you you see the game that they're playing? Yeah, they're doing the PR thing, you know, that you do. Uh, the, the lawyer wrote that, I'm sure. So listen, yes. that's lawyer speak. So mm -hmm. they, they basically said, uh, there's a possibility that over time with enough exposure, there could be a possible blah, blah, blah. Yeah, stupid. You, th they've been built since the the 80s, right? Yes. Meaning th people are being affected by it. They're not well, and, and that's also the way that they played the game is they go, well, we technically don't have enough of a data pool, you know, because the 80s, it, while it's a long time ago, it's not like the length of humanity for us to know what is a direct cause versus other associative causes for like cancers and, and reactions that we have. So they go, well, we don't know enough to know for sure. Of course they don't know enough because mm -hmm. who would do an internal study for it? Because it, <laughs> it would ruin everything that they built literally. Right. So yes. no, they don't, they don't know. Of course they don't have any studies. They, don't want to do the studies because it would it would implement them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Implicate them. Implement. I don't implicate. 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 Yeah, you yeah, got implicate. it. Implicate. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Right. Boom. I'm sorry. I'm so fucking mad. Uh, <laughs> I'm pissed, man. Like, yeah. This, this is just shit. They just walk around the actual issue, and they know what the issues is. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. So. So one of the things that I read recommended that distance from these towers is roughly a safe distance from these towers is roughly 25 feet to, <laughs> to ensure. <laughs> they don't put any signs out though. No. no. And that's the crazy part is like that, that it basically, if you're living within like a 25 foot radius inside of this, you are probably in a radius set. Uh, leads to a potential overexposure. Shut the fuck up! No, no, no! I'm not you, like, not you. No, no, no! I'm, I'm so excited. Go crazy. This, this, this is the thing. Like, they don't. You can, you can touch that shit if you wanted to. Yes. You can hang out. But I see motherfuckers do pull-ups. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, of course you, of course they can say, uh, yeah, 25. But no one, there's no, 
there's no guard or barrier or anything or, no. or even a fucking cell phone guard guy or a security guard is like, hey, y'all, hey, y'all, come on, brother. Hey, don't play football <laughs> over here. Go over there. Don't, don't play double dutch over there. Like, they, no one's doing that. So, oh my god, I don't even know this. I'm 33. I've been doing. I've been hanging around that motherfucker since I, <laughs> since I was 14. This is crazy. And that's and to your point, the idea of you beautifying the thing is more incentive yes. for me to go near it. Yes! If, if you leave it as a giant, harsh metal object, I feel less want inclined. to be near it. Yes! Yeah, inclined. But but if you make it look like a goddamn tree, I'm going to go it. closer and figure <laughs> out if that's a goddamn tree. I'm going to go climb it. I'm going to try to pick cherries. I'm going to try to find apples. That's what kids do. That's what kids do. That's what, like, why would you want to beautify something that's poisonous? It's it's truly wild. And so one of the things that they that I also thought about is like who is regulating to your point, who's regulating our proximity to these things and how many people in urban areas are actually uh, living away, 25 feet away. And even if you are more than 25 feet away, what does 35 feet do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what is what is 48 feet do? It, yeah, it's it's not that it's not that the the radiation completely dissipates no. at that point. It's just less it exposure. It yeah, weaker. The signal gets weaker. But the thing is, like like they said, over time, it could still have an effect, right? That's I've had, right. I've had numerous family members who died of cancer. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, uh, one of my great aunts had brain cancer. One of my uncles, think I think he had brain cancer too. I don't know. Right. Like I. But goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Like yes, and I think, I think to that point, that's the the approach that I always feel with these things. It's like I don't read this and then go definitively. You are poisoning us. This is fact. It's more that come on, dog. If this information exists, then you know that there is a possibility, and there yeah. is this this chance that 20 years down the line, we're gonna have a different conversation where you go, "Hey, man." Y'all got to move because we've been fucking you up this whole time. We've been beating your brain's ass with dude, fucking radio waves. Dude, I, all, I, all I do is like, I ask why and I look at patterns, right? The mm-hmm. amount of the, the people who, and who I, that I know who are getting sick and, and dying at early ages, right? Yeah. Who, who live near these towers, right? And I, I got to feel that way. Like, I, I have to. I have to look at, I have to look at like, you know, just like what is the difference in this neighborhood than the other ones that don't that don't really have the, the same resources as as the other ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do wonder in the suburban neighborhoods, what are the you know, what what are the cancer like statistics and have people even looked into that? Like, you know, if there are just like Chernobyl, like, you know, are there more people who get cancer, you know, near these homes near this tower versus people yes. who don't? It would be a great study, but no one, I'm sure I'm going to get assassinated. <laughs> like Michael Clayton. <laughs> I see Michael Clayton. I love Michael Clayton. But like, I don't, I don't want to be that dude. I don't want to die mysteriously in my car on the highway because. Because <laughs> 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 you were playing football too long. <laughs> I don't know. Jermaine, man, I, he, he had drug problems, man. It's like, Jermaine didn't do drugs. <laughs> I got a needle in my arm, like, like, like no. Way. 
I don't want to be that, like, I always think about that shit, too. Like, whenever you start to, like, start to investigate, like, a, a huge corporation or who have powerful people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Motherfuckers always end up with a needle in their arm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just staring off. <laughs> and then motherfuckers never, never had those those problems before. It's like, Jermaine, no. heroin in the middle of the night. Like, yeah. It's like, no, nah, Jermaine was in on deep cell phone and, uh, <laughs> and they had the to put him down. Cancer. Yeah, they had, they had, they had to, to, man. So that's why I stopped. Uh, that's why I stopped. I'm just like, all right, you know, it's wrong. That's it. I ain't, so, I ain't going any deeper. <laughs> so to that, I, I did want to look up what the overexposure actually does, because specifically to your conspiracy theory, violence is, I think, a, a really interesting take on it right like i've heard i've heard cancer causing i've heard sort of like health risks but the mental reaction the sort of like uh the the that reaction i had never heard and so i wanted to look up the possible reactions and apparently overexposure to these radiations the rf and emf radiations these symptoms can include everything that affects your vision like difficulty in seeing smarting pain from your eyes blurred vision things like that that's why niggas can't shoot that's yep. not it. That's, that's why I got the worst aim. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it, it's very real. It might be why. Why are you killing little kids? Why kill? so many innocent bystanders? When you aim it for one dude, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lake. You're fucking up our vision. So it also, <laughs> in that same sense, it can affect your motor skills, your trunk, limb, joint aches, pain, numbness, weakness. It can also in- affect your sensory skills, meaning it can cause a tickling, prickling, or burning sensation throughout your body. There is also the things that affect your brain. There, it can cause tremors, faintness, dizziness, sleep problems, headaches, and abnormalities in terms of your sleep. And then most importantly, and this connects, I think, directly to your conspiracy theory, overexposure to these radiations can cause short and long-term memory impairment, lack of concentration, difficulty learning new things, irritability, anxiety, stress, and extreme mood changes. So niggas bugging out as the result of overexposure is not nearly as insane as it sounds on its on its surface. I mean, let's look at it, right? All the beginning symptoms sound just like pure. I would be so irritable, number one. <laughs> right. Not sleeping, my body itchy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't see. I can't see that good. I got the, not even the little uh, Morpheus glasses are helping. Um, I would be, I'd be, I'd want to, I'd want to hurt somebody. You right? Yeah. Next thing you know, the, then you talk about the moon swings, man. And, it all kind of is making sense to me, right? And yeah. it's 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 not just like again, like I think about the neighborhoods and like the amount of crime America has in general, with mm-hmm. uh, you know the the recent shooting I think in the Bay and damn, like they, like it's it's like every week someone's snapping. Yes, you know? they live next to a cell phone tower. It's possible. Did the Columbine kids live next to a cell phone. Did <laughs> <laughs> the DC sniper live next to a cell phone? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying he might. And that's know. and that's what makes these things so frustrating, right? Is that the government and these companies are doing so much fuck shit in so many different directions at all times that I 
don't know if my irritability is cell phone tower shit or if it's high fructose corn syrup shit. You know what I mean? Or if it's if it's uh, poor education or if it's if it's that my my fucking you know, neighborhood has zero trees in it, period. Like it's yeah. all these things yeah. that are stacking on top of each other yeah. that sure, it, it sounds crazy and conspiratorial to be like the DC sniper only killed them people because his brain was fried from the cell phone towers. <laughs> and then it's like, how in how many ways did the government fry his brain in, in other directions that makes it at least possible for us to consider that Dude, how many gushes did he eat you know <laughs> right <laughs> like, you're right actually because the amount of times the government will like okay something like yeah you can have um trans fat you know back in the early 90s and 80s all we ate was trans fat you know mcdonald's and burger king and all that stuff next the next decade what they say right ah, it's bad for you and it's like you can't tell me it's fine and then say it's not fine you, you killed me already. You already <laughs> killed me, man. Like, you can't just say, ah, the cell phone towers would be all right. You'd be all right. I guess <laughs> in five years, I'd be like, run! <laughs> no, you got to move. I guarantee you, Langston. I promise you, man. It's, it's Which truly shit. Yeah. And then you think about like even even if it, they don't do that, right? Like yeah. even if they don't go move you the cell phone towers, they've been killing you the whole time. What they secretly, I believe they do, is they improve the technology over time. So the cell phone towers that used to kill us maybe don't kill us quite as quickly anymore or as effectively as they did in the past. They don't announce that. They don't go like, yo, we used to kill you, but we don't kill you no more. They just go... We are advancing our technology and you yes. are going to really love all the, the cool changes <laughs> we've made. 6G. You're going to love it. I wonder, though, how do they know it's advanced? Do they take in like, do they do a study with, you know, Lil Montreal from <laughs> they take in Lil Montreal, you know, he's eating a bag of you know, rap snacks and they're like, all right. Montreal, we got to do an MRI on you. All right, cool. Right. Uh, and they look, you know, how do they yeah. know it's advanced, right? I remember uh, back in the day, they said, don't talk too much on your cell phone because it'll it'll kill you. Like, yeah, put a little tumor in your head. Tumor in your head, right? Yeah. And now you can talk on it all the time. But I wonder what has changed, right? Like, what has changed? What wasn't it before that made it not so advanced? Yes. What, what were they sacrificing to get the thing made, you know, the fucking technology made versus right now? I don't know. <laughs> you, you know what these companies and the government are constantly doing? It's like when Domino's came out and they were like, hey, y'all, we <laughs> fixed the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Papa John's is different. They said, we took out the races, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but it's truly, <laughs> they're like, hey, hey, Domino's, the new Domino's, you gonna fucking love it. We yeah. get it. We get and it. That last yeah. Domino's, you were bugging. And you're like, what was different with the other Yeah, what'd Domino's? you put in the other Domino's? Because I don't like that, that I ate Domino's every week now knowing you hated what you were serving us <laughs> before before <laughs> like what was the problem like, say we got fresher ingredients yes i, I thought it was <laughs> I, I thought i was eating food that was the food no they're like fine fine you asked for it we'll use tomatoes this time and it's like whoa that. whoa i, I the, thought <laughs> i love that all right y'all been fucking complaining enough shit we, we, we picked some actual tomatoes fucking babies what do you want from us <laughs> dude i'm gonna say something. two things right when i was younger 
McDonald's fries used to taste way different, right? Mm -hmm. You remember they tasted like fire. They were just, they were memorable. I remember the taste. Now, they're a little different. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think it might be the fat stuff. Who knows? Uh, Maybe the grease is different. I have no idea. Maybe the salt content is different. I have no idea. But it tastes way better. And now these commercials of McDonald's, of just like, you know, white farmer walking down you know, <laughs> the field looking at the potatoes and he like, wipes his brow. <laughs> like he actually picked them. Like yeah. he didn't have a team to help. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? like just like, did it by himself. Like, first of all, get the fuck out of here. There's no farmer who does it by himself. No. So, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so <laughs> now the commercials are like fresh. And it's like, okay, okay. Why now, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. People want to eat more organic, you know, uh, stuff. You know what I'm saying? People want to get ahead of that because it's a trend to be healthy now, right? But so it was okay for you to not do it and serve basically sandpaper and cardboard and yes, uh, uh, pink mush to us, which is still yes. pink mush, but it's still pink. It's just like the audacity and like wow, they didn't care at all. Like they're, they're no, like, not at all did they care. And truthfully, to your to your your point a second ago, their only incentive to care even now is more about a a want from the from the consumer to say like, "Yo, I'll spend extra money to make sure my food is fresh." So yeah, now we'll tell you it's fresh. I don't know if that's what you want to hear. <laughs> the board meetings, though, like the board meetings, they're just sitting there like. You know, people like food now. Huh? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. I, I used to, I thought they love these chemicals. <laughs> Who knew? All right, well, you know. Okay, if they want it, if they want it fresh, we'll, we'll get a tomato in it. I don't know. I, do, I went to Atlanta, right? And uh, I got my little Coca-Cola shorts on and uh, my friend works for him. Well, I can't say who, but uh, she works for uh, Coca-Cola and their board meetings are, they're always frustrated with how they can because no one drinks soda no more like mm-hmm. it's just it's it's dead like it, yeah it's, it's not a, a rising brand anymore no but they do sell i went to uh i did a show in jersey and so i go to the you know i went to a, a you know bodega and they, they still got fantas and like fucking hawaiian punches and twinkies yeah. because that that people still it's cheap you know what i mean they still sell them there or whatever but they get they, they want to they don't they want to make more money and they get confused because they're like, well, how do we make Coca-Cola? <laughs> how do we make Coca-Cola essentially healthy? And you can't. So this is like, man, yes. make, no. I, like, <laughs> like so my friend was like in, the, in these meetings, they were like, how do we get these young kids to drink Coca-Cola again? And she went, you ain't ever going to get these motherfuckers to drink it. It's no. done. Like it's, I will never, ever put that shit in my body ever again. Yeah. Ever. No, again. it's, it's it's I mean, even my dad for years was like a big diet coke dude. That was his shit. Was he he would buy diet cokes wow. and his doctor at one point, because he was drinking like six, seven of them a day type thing yeah. of the little cans. And his doctor at one point was like, Hey man, uh aspartame is worse for you than than the other stuff. Like you would you would do better just doing the corn syrup than drinking whatever this chemical is. Is constantly looking down that way. It's a fact. So when they tell you something sugar-free or a diet, they'll take out the sugar, but they'll yeah. add in a flavor like dextrose or uh, or you know aspartame, whatever the fuck aspartame is, is whatever aspartame. Yeah. Is. They'll replace it with another 
like poison. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. That's what they'll do. So I have a friend who's on a diet and she'll be like, I'm like, uh, you know, what's your, what's, you know, what's your diet? You know, I, I, you know, I, I, uh, I eat fish and, uh, you know, I try to ease up on carbs, diet Coke. And I'm like, wait, what? Diet Coke. I love diet Coke. I'm like, <laughs> no, you're still, that's still like poison. Like it's still, that's the, that's the worst one, dog. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no one, like, it's like, uh, people who only, if you, if you smoke cigarettes and you're trying to cut, like you only smoke two cigarettes a day. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's still yeah. soda. It's still terrible for you. Right. But. For some reason, they've marketed it as like, <laughs> how do they get away with it? Like, how yeah, do they get away with like, it, oh, this is not regular. It's healthy. <laughs> like, how but, did that happen? But to your point, I think that the, the real way that they get away with all this shit is because we still want it. As long as we still want it, right. they're going to be able to just give us the shit. They're going to be able to turn our cell phone towers into trees. Still be like, go play football, you little bitch. I don't yeah. give a fuck whether you... <laughs> use, the, use the cell phone towers a field goal, you little bitch. Yeah. We know you need it. We know yeah. you need it. <laughs> uh, you, look at you, dreaming of, dreaming your dreams. You won't make it to 25 to see through. <laughs> It'll be CTE or brain. <laughs> God damn, that's fucked up. It Dude, sucks. Damn, man. Well, this is like, it's riled me up. I'm yeah. going to try to move my cousins out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, this is nuts, man. I, I'm grateful you did this with me. I'm sorry that we left on such a uh, disappointing <laughs> revelation. But, but Jermaine, could you tell the people at home where they could find you and what cool shit you have going on? Man, y'all can find me at these cell phone towers, man. I'm about to chop them all down. I mean, that, hey, look, information is like, knowing it is important. So now that I know yes. it, I'll see what I can do with that information and try to do something about it. I'm not joking either. So um, y'all can find me, I guess, I'm leaving social media soon. I don't like it. But y'all can catch me in a couple films I got coming up. There's a movie called The Blackening uh, that'll be out hopefully later this year. Yeah. And, um, it's a movie called Am I OK? That'll be on HBO Max. I don't have any dates yet. And a movie at Tribeca that I'm doing, or just finished filming, that'll be around, I think, um, sometime this summer. I don't have any dates yet, but you'll definitely hear about it when they're ready to get, you know, come out and, you know, be released. Dope. Well, shit. Don't follow Jermaine. He's leaving social media, but you better go watch all of those movies when they come out. And as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman on all social media platforms. I'll never leave you. I'm sick. And uh, you can uh, subscribe to the podcast, write reviews, do whatever it is you're supposed to do. I don't know anymore. It's all meaningless. Okay. Bye, bitch. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles 
ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.